0: This podcast episode is dedicated to empowering sensitive people to recognize their trait as sensory intelligence
1: and bring their unique gifts into service for the crucial roles we play in communities, businesses, and leadership globally. I'm Julie B. sensitivity expert, psychotherapist, and founder of the online sensitive empowerment community.
0: I'm Willow McIntosh, founder of Illuminance and leader of the high sensory intelligence movement. We hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Welcome everybody. I'm Julie Ellen, and I'm very excited to host this with Willow McIntosh today. I'm going to let him introduce his mastermind today.
0: Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Wonderful to be here. Thank you, everyone, for joining here today. I'm very excited to be sharing this with you. So what this session is going to be is an introduction to what I like to call high sensory intelligence, which is the gift that we are all given as HSPs. And this is a process that actually allows us to experience how that sensory intelligence is showing up in each of us and how we can actually learn to use that for our own personal fulfillment, for our business, for our career. And the way in which it works is I have a A sequence of of steps that I use to help to facilitate this in others in the clients in the work that I do in my own business and I use my own personal journey as an example to illustrate how it works and what it is and then there will be an opportunity for one of you beautiful people to volunteer to experience the facilitation so you can have an experience of your high sensory intelligence for yourself and as we go through the presentation you'll start to think okay yes i'd like to have a go at this so go with that feeling and please know that you are in a very safe space here and you won't be asked to do or share anything that you don't feel comfortable about doing or sharing so um, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get through the presentation bit of explaining what it is as quickly as I can, because I want to keep make sure that we, we stay within our time frame here today. And if it kind of, there's a lot of information and I just want you to know, you know, you're so welcome to reach out to me. Um, if you need support after this, if you kind of get to the end of this and think, whoa, what was that? Um, I, I need help or I just want to know more about it, then, you know, I'm very, very much open to, um, to having a call or in any way that I can support you. Okay, and also if you have any questions as we go, I will do my best to try to answer them. Um, but again, if I don't get to any, then uh, please know that I am always available. OK, so I'm going to dive in and just share my screen here. And in fact, just before I do that, let me just click this little button here. And off we go. OK, did that work? Yes, OK. So OK, so I call this uh, the Lightworker and High Sensory Intelligence. And Why is this important? And I always like to address why this is important for business. It's important for our own personal fulfillment, even if we're not in business, if we're going to be, um, you know, if we're working in a career for an organization, whatever it may be. It's important for us as HSPs, period. So it's all about personal ownership. This is the real meaning of this, this is the outcome of this. It is personal ownership at a deep level. So it's making sense of our skills as an HSP. And the way for us to really get that is through a deep sense of personal ownership. So it's about knowing our own values, what's important to us. It's getting clear on our message and our philosophy it's knowing how we can best serve our clients, but that also applies to people that we work with, our customers, even people within our community, and especially ourselves. It's how to create the right products and services if you are in business. So if you, know, if you are, um, yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to try not to over-explain everything because it takes up too much time. You know what I mean. It's going to help you to really tune into what the right products and the right services are. It's about the alignment with the energy of your personal empowerment. And this is really, really crucial to the, to, to the real meaning of this and what's possible through this. Okay, so there are some abilities that we are naturally born with as, a, as HSPs we tend to have higher vision creativity empathy and intuition and i'm sure many of you are aware of this already it also enhances our senses which allows you a bespoke ability so in other words the way in which those abilities work through you is going to give you a bespoke ability in other words there's going to be a unique way that you use these, these abilities personally, these abilities of vision, creativity, empathy, and intuition. There's a pe- The second piece is your sensorium. And these pieces that I'm running through right now are giving you an introduction to what I really mean by high sensory intelligence. So it begins with the abilities that we are given as HSPs. And then the second piece is about our sensorium. And what I mean by our sensorium is all of our senses coming together as kind of one big sense. So in other words, uh, the merging of all of our sensory data. So as as highly sensitive people, and as, uh, as I like to call them high sensory people, We have this ability to understand our sensorium at a deeper level because we're processing sensory data so deeply. And we're soon going to get to my version of this and my story, so it'll begin to make a little bit more sense. So essentially as HSPs we're having a heightened sensory experience. And this is very much linked to our cognitive reality. And Julie and I, we did a a podcast on this recently. And sometimes it can be a little bit confusing as to what this really means. But a part of this process is it's really important for us to recognize and understand that as HSPs, we see the world differently to people that are not processing sensory data as deeply as we are. And this is a very important part of this process that you're going to come to experience it gives us what i like to call an extra sensory intelligence so there's going to be an area of life there's going to be a skill that you have that is as a result of your ability to pick up more sensory intelligence so this is what i mean by your sensorium the next piece is the higher contract that you have and this is a really interesting piece for us to consider as hsps so we have a very rich inner life We also have a connection to, we typically, well, I'm going to say typically, most of us, nearly all of us, in fact, I haven't come across one that doesn't, has some kind of relationship to something higher than us. And yes, of course, you could say that all human beings have that. We all have some kind of a sense of whatever that term may be for you, whether it's source, whether it's God, universe, nature, your inner self. For us as HSPs, it's, it, it's pretty visceral and that doesn't mean to say that in a religious sense but it just means to say, what I mean by this is to say that we have an experience, we, we almost have a contract or a cause that we are very empowered to serve. So in other words, it's almost like a higher relationship to something that is very, very important to us. It's, it's our reality in the greater context. So if we consider the world at large, there's going to be a part of the world that we're very passionate about supporting or doing something about. So it could be something to do with the environment, it could be equality, it could be in, in some way that we feel we know we can make a difference and we can see how that's working as a global context and how we fit into that. So this again is the piece, it's like, okay, so how do we actually fit into that context? And how are we here to serve that higher relationship? And my buttons are, oh yes, there we go. So yes, yeah, so it's our, it's our cause and our service. Most of us, all of us as HSPs have some kind of cause that we are super passionate about. And I really invite you to tune into what your version of this is, because it's gonna be exciting. Okay, so here is my, my journey. And this picture you can see on your screen right now is me when I think I'm about seven or eight. Um, I've, the background is different. That wasn't the original background. I mean, the, this, this photograph was taken in, must be in the early 80s. But this part of my life was a very, very important part of my life. And I love my outfit there. It it kind of really depicts what was happening for me at that time of my life, which is what I'm going to share with you right now. So when I was at that age, I was having what I call a, a really profound sensory experience. And I know some of you heard me explain this before. But I can remember standing on my, on my lawn as a child in my family home and all of my senses were merging and flowing together. So I was feeling what the grass was smelling like, I was feeling what the sunshine looked like in terms of light. And I was feeling and witnessing this flow of energy all around me that seemed to be flowing through everything. So through all the, the leaves and the trees and the ground and the, the wind around me. So I was having this kind of this sort of all-inclusive sensory experience that for me was incredibly exciting. I felt like I was in this adventurous playground and I could sense this movement of beautiful benevolent en- energy flowing through everything and I just really wanted to serve it. I felt like I had an ability to understand that it was on this mission and that I was a part of this mission and that I was here to help it in some way. So as a child, obviously, I didn't have the language that I have now to explain it. But as a child, it was the most important thing to me in the world, and it was a relationship that I held very, very dear to me. Then what happened as a child during my upbringing, the circumstances of of my upbringing did not allow me to be in that place of empowerment. So in order for me to be safe as a child growing up, I had to close down that part of me. It simply wasn't allowed in the environment that I was growing up in. So what I did is I created a false version of myself. And by the time I reached the age of um, 14, uh, sorry, 15, I just want to get my clock here so I can see the time. Um, by the t- when, when, when I got to the age of 14, I developed this really uh, painful feeling of uh, in my chest. And by the time I got to 19, uh, by the time I got to 17, I knew I had to leave home. I had to get out and off anyone else's agenda and I had to try to work out what had happened to me. Because what had happened to me is I had lost this connection that I had as a child. And at the age of 19, I left the UK and I went abroad and I went on a a pilgrimage for a spiritual pilgrimage for seven years. And during that time, all I was interested in doing was trying, trying to understand what I'd lost, because this feeling in my chest was a grieving. It was a really painful experience of loss. So during that period of me being abroad, I went, to, I, I went to various different meditation retreats. I went on, I did a great deal of deep, deep soul work, um, and I tried to understand as much as I possibly could to help me to regain my sense of self and my truth and my authenticity. I didn't really know that that's exactly what I was doing. But through all the practices that I went through, what began to happen is I started to experience that same reality that I had as a child. So when I started to quieten my mind on these meditation retreats and I started to re-engage with myself, I began to have this sensory flow again. And I started to get this experience of my ability to, uh, to, to witness the world in that, in that way when all of my senses were alive. And I was able to almost switch off the conditioning that I'd had that created this full self in order to experience that again. So what that revealed to me is this sensory interaction that I have with the world really switches on when I am around other people. And the way that that shows up is I am able to tune into the experience that other people are having energetically, which is very much a part of this flow that I experience, that helps me to feel when they are aligned with their truth and when they're not aligned with their truth. Because for me, that was my entire journey. And for me, in order for me to survive and literally to regain my sanity, I had to work out what was true for me and what wasn't true for me because I was literally going mad. I was was falling into such a profound depression that for me, there was nothing else more important. So I didn't go to university or, or college, as you guys call it in the US. I went abroad just to try to save myself. And so the alignment to truth for me is just what I'm all about. It's just what I had to learn in order to regain my own sense of self. So as a result, my own high sensory intelligence is all about an ability to facilitate the truth. And that is exactly what I do today. So flying back into just a couple more final slides here before we actually get into the process itself so what is a light worker initiation and actually the other day i was told that i shouldn't use this word light worker anymore because it means different things for other people but for some people it means different things than others but what i what i'm referring to as a as a light worker is some it is an hsp for me all hsps are light workers we for me a, a light worker is someone who has the the higher sensory ability to pick up extra data that's happening around us in the world. And we have a relationship to what I call the flow of good in the world. And for me, I have an experience with the light. I can actually see what it, I can feel what it looks like in terms of this flow that's happening through everything. And that's very much a part of the process. So for me, a lightworker is someone who has the ability just to do good in the world and shine their gifts and abilities. That's probably the best way to say it. So what is this initiation? So basically, what I learned when I was away, and this is, this is exactly the process that I take people through, is there are three steps into a personal ownership of our high sensory intelligence, which is exactly what I did. So I went from a place of... Full awareness of what my high sensory intelligence was as a child to it being totally shut down for then me coming, having to go through a process of re-ownership of what high sensory intelligence really meant for me and my abilities that it affords me. So those three steps are begin with our journey. It's understanding our journey from a different perspective. The second one is what is most important to you. The third one is your reality. And I'm, I mean by this cognitive experience we're having with this extrasensory data. So what do I mean by your journey? So what I mean, the, the invitation to look at our journey in a different way is, is, such, is, is in this way. So it's an invitation to consider the hero's journey of your life. So you will have been through a very particular set of challenges in your life that make you very, very good at facilitating or to allow you to specialise in a particular area of life. So in other words, when you look back at your life, even though, there's, even though sometimes our lives feel like they've been very, very challenging for us, which is often the case as HSPs, what you will, re, what you will see as a result of this session today, is that actually that those challenges have always been in a particular theme. And as you have overcome those challenges and developed and grown as an adult, it has made you very, very good, an expert in a particular area, in a particular field. And this is a key part of us re-engaging and owning our high sensory intelligence. So in other words, how has your life created your transformation? how has your life created your transformation? Because you will have come through a personal transformation, we all have to. But the way in which it's happened for you, that's what I'm inviting you to consider. The second piece is what is most important to you? So what is it that you stand for? What is the greatest injustice to you And what is the change your heart is longing to create in the world? So for me, I cannot bear the thought of a high sensory intelligent person with all of these gifts being in a cage of of, uh, old conditioning and false beliefs that are stopping that person from engaging and doing great things in the world. I cannot bear the thought of that. I I cannot bear the effect that that has on the greater context of the world trying to evolve, to do its thing, to raise vibration. For us all to be held back and to stop that process, for me, that is a fate worse than death. I I, I can't even comprehend that. So, So this is the cause. This is the, it's the great injustice to me that, you know, um, that the world is kind of in this place of unbalance and I know that we have the healing potential to actually do something about that as human beings. So that's what the injustice is to me. It's, kind of, it's, 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 it's the fear of being stuck in the dark ages when I know our potential as human beings. So again, have a tune to what this what this feels like for you. And the third again is your reality. And this is, this is a key piece and it will make more sense as we do the session. So it's an invitation to actually consider, you know, what is your cognitive reality? So how are you personally experiencing the world? And as we'll come to see in just a second, the way in which we're all seeing the world is different. We're not all experiencing it in the same way. And as high sensory people, as HSPs, we're definitely experiencing it in a different way because we're receiving much more sensory data we're able to filter into the fabric of reality much more deeply. And that means we're seeing and experiencing life in a different way. And this is another key part into ownership of our high sensory intelligence. So a good way to think about it is like, what is its flavor? What is the essence of your reality? And another good way to consider it is like, how does your heart see the world? So if you actually drop into your energy and almost the... The, the consciousness of your heart is how is your heart actually experiencing the world. That's a really good route into it. Okay. So I want to try and give ourselves as much time for the session itself. So I'm going to dive straight into that now and just see how you guys are feeling. And if there is any one of you beautiful people that would actually like to experience what your high sensory intelligence is as an HSP. And I can take you through a facilitation process. And I'm just actually trying to open up to gallery view. So maybe you're all sitting there thinking, no, I've got no idea what this guy's talking about, and I don't want to do that. But um, but I invite, I invite you to tune in and to open up to the, the possibility of experiencing how these things can come together for you because it's a it's a very it's a very um it's an incredibly powerful process in terms of activating your own high sensory intelligence and your gifts as an hsp so okay rebecca wonderful that's great because at the moment all you guys are muted and have your video off, which is absolutely fine Um, but rebecca thank you so much yes i'd love to to take you through the process so, would you like to unmute yourself and switch on your video if you um, if you have video? Let me go ask to unmute. Oh, there you are.
2: I'm getting that. I'm just trying to move location so that I can go someplace. Um, okay. A yes. Little bit quieter.
0: <laughs> very, very good. Yes, yes. So, actually, want oh, so I'm in speaker view right now, and that is good. And I'm just going to. In your video, there we go, okay, so just whilst Rebecca's finding a, a spot, um, for all of you guys listening, what I really invite you to do is to um, is, is that my screen that froze? Um, have you Have you walked out of your signal there, Rebecca or is that or is it my connection?
1: I think she froze.
0: I think you may have frozen there, Rebecca. Can you still hear? It? Oh, we can yeah. see you now.
2: Yeah, I just have to grab my phone. I'm getting too far away from my router. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Don't, don't worry. No problem at all. Um, yeah. So just, just Rebecca's uh, getting ready there. I invite all you guys Thanks. to um, to actually first of all to create we're going to create a bit of an energetic container here in other words we're all going to be a part of this process in a sense where we're all tuning into our version of this process so we're tuning into what it means for us to think about what's most important for us what our reality is and our um, in terms of our sensorium and also our journey the journey that we've we've been through personally as hsps Mm-hmm. So as as we start to um, hold that space, it will create a similar experience for all of us. Okay. So Rebecca, can you hear can you hear me? Okay. Hello, hello. Can are you still there, Rebecca? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I can.
2: Okay. Great. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> great news.
0: Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to see if I can get your um, video. Is your video working or is your, oh, you are. There you are. Look. Okay. Great. Yes. There you are. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So what, what we're going to do, what I'm going to do is just to ask you a series of questions. And the questions are going to be around what you hold very dear to your heart as an HSP, areas of life that you're um, very passionate about, but it's not a normal conversation. So it is a conversation that you and I are speaking together, but what's actually happening is I'm looking for some particular pieces of information that you and I will both be feeling as we go. So what's going to happen is sometimes when I can see that we're getting close to one of those bits of information, which is essentially we're, we're, we're following a path to your personal truth and alignment. So what's going to happen in order for me to do that is sometimes I'm going to need to um, interrupt you, it'll feel like, so, so I can chase that little piece. Will, will that be okay? <laughs> yeah
2: okay. yeah, that's perfectly fine i just hope i can answer the questions oh don't worry
0: you don't have, don't worry about that honestly it will it will just flow it's um yeah please please don't worry about trying to answer it properly so so just to begin i'd love for you to tell me a little bit about what you do in terms of work and in fact, rather than telling me what you feel about in t- what you're doing in terms of work, tell me an area of life that you are super passionate about and would like to pursue.
2: Okay, well, I have always worked in the area of somehow translating a um, certain group of people's experiences to another group of people who don't understand those experiences whether it's been refugee resettlement or immigration work or trying to deal with um or
0: (laughs) yes sorry you you froze a second there but i love what you're saying here (laughs) Let's just say that last bit again, so the refugee um refugee settlement be both
2: sides and bring people together
0: Wow, okay, I absolutely love that, so would I be right in saying that this is um this is something that you love to do it's it's um it's a skill that you know you have and you feel passionate about it
2: it's definitely something I'm passionate about and i find myself in that situation all the time. Um, I don't know that I see it so much as a skill, um, just, but yeah. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah.
0: great, 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 great. So, so, let me, so let me just make sure I understand um, correctly exactly what's happening here. So, so you have an ability when you're talking about translating, you're talking about translating languages
2: that sometimes yes. I, I'm trained um as a cultural anthropologist and yeah. also as an English as a second language teacher. So I've done worked in academics and that field of um mostly it was with overseas American volunteers that work overseas and helping them interact with the NGOs where they were working. So again kind of translating between the NGO's needs and the volunteers needs and the local communities needs. Um, wow. And more recently doing, just teaching English as a second language, so trying to be the translator between the local community and my students um, who come in with limited English proficiency.
0: Got it, got it. Okay, beautiful, beautiful, thank you. So, so tell me what it is that, what is it about the process of translation that actually really interests you what is it that you can witness that is happening when you facilitate this process effectively
2: i guess i feel like i'm always just chasing this question that i can never figure out of why people think the way they do and how you can try to crack that open a little bit so maybe they can consider other possibilities um Mm -hmm. I mean, that it's, its kernel, it's just like this question that I guess it's a question that's constantly driving me is like, just never figure it out. So it's like, I'm just always searching okay. uh, all these different examples to try and figure it out.
0: Okay, I love it. Thank you so much. So, so that question or the, the question, um, so, it, so if I understand correctly, it's, it's the question is like how is it that things get misunderstood sometimes yeah. and like why is it that we have that as human beings and right. what's the effect of that
2: yeah.
0: and, and how can I help, in other words, like how can I help to undo that, okay, yeah. beautiful. beautiful, so exactly. tell me. Tell me, Rebecca, what is it that you know in your heart that you can do to help this? And what is the outcome that you know is possible in your heart when you rectify this imbalance?
2: I guess the, I mean, I guess I'm clear about the outcome is more if I can figure out some ways to do that, then I can teach other people how to do that too, so that I can multiply. And Many people can be also yes. doing that but
0: but before before that right before, before that, that piece, right. what is it that what is it that you know is possible for people what is what is it that you what is it that's so important to you about this process
2: um well, i guess it's it's so, the importance is just that it has such an impact
0: and it what can is that have,
2: impact? what I mean you know, in refugee situations, you know you're working with people who come in mutilated because of some you know, I mean that's an extreme thing, but there's just so much you know racism and prejudice that stems out of it and so much xenophobia that comes out of it. And it's just this desire to see things really deeply from kind of somebody else's perspective and then you just see the way that these two different worldviews just don't match up and you just can't figure out how you would ever bridge them and it's like how do you get any empathy to develop between the two or bigger groups or multiple groups or you know
0: got it thank you thank you so so between two people that fundamentally perhaps don't understand each other what is it that is what is it that you are actually allowing those people to do at a deeper level when you facilitate
2: yeah, yeah, it's just to take a deep breath and step back and realize that maybe it's okay to be open or to believe the other person or to and to believe their experiences and what they're talking about and to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're a good person and they're just doing their best, just like you are.
0: Amazing. So what's actually um, available to two people at a deeper level when those things become possible, when they start to get that understanding and they start to have that experience, what's actually happening to those two people?
2: when it's working. Um, I think just they're connecting on a more human, individual level instead of just going, going, going and kind of wrapped up in societal things. It's more that person to person connection.
0: Yes, connection is the word that I was hoping that you were going to say. So, when two people are connecting that actually may in other circumstances may be separated from each other when two people actually come together and they connect what is then possible at a deeper level what is it that you can because what we're doing right now rebecca is we're 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 beginning to isolate the part of this process that's really important to your heart and soul because there's something in here that is really important to you because you can see something that's possible when you facilitate this process and i use the word facilitation because helping people using translation to helping people to connect you're you're facilitating something facilitating comes from the latin word to make something easier so, so what is it that you are, what is possible for two people? What is it that you h- hope for these people when they begin to connect? There's something in there that your heart and soul knows is possible and longs to achieve for that person or longs for that person to experience.
2: Yeah, I guess that they leave the interaction with more warmth in their heart. <laughs> you yes. know, it's just that they have a, yeah, that they leave a little bit lighter and maybe it's tiny, but maybe with maybe it snowballs and eventually you know, something changes and they can then speak up on behalf of that experience in another situation to somebody else.
0: Okay. So actually there's the potential for them to create connection, further connection. With other people as a result of the experience they had, right? Is that I, right? It,
2: yeah, absolutely. And I just keep thinking about this really silly example. Like one of my students was having trouble with this clerk at the deli counter, <laughs> and it—it's just you know it's a language problem, but it also just frustration on both sides over how to order deli meat correctly. But on the other side, just frustration. It, not ever being able to understand people that are coming up and trying to talk to them at the deli counter and it's such a silly example, but it's like it's, you know it's just something if you could take out that stress in life and just have a human interaction and just okay, maybe write down what you want or if people you know just slow down and let's try to communicate one on one here and not worry about getting it done quickly not worry about whether you're being taken advantage of you know all these different things and it's just like okay, then if it's positive, maybe the next customer that comes up that has this same, you know, it's it's just that idea. Yeah. Yes, I, it's, it's a really you know simple thing. There's not much emotion involved in that, but
0: yeah, it's not silly. It, it's it's a very very good example. So what else is also happening to two people when they're connecting? they they are. You're allowing someone to be. I, what's important is that I don't give you too much. So. Um, because I can see this like really clearly so and it's, <laughs>
2: <That's good. laughs>
0: and it's, I promise you you're doing so well honestly it's it's, a, it's actually really profound the the ability that you have and, and this is what I really want to help you to to see and understand mm-hmm. is actually the weight and the, the the depth that this goes to because you're you're connecting to a profound ability in what you're doing and this is what we're gonna we're gonna reveal in just a second so when two people are connecting, you're also allowing them to, uh, to also connect with themselves in a deeper way. So, so when two people are connecting with themselves in a deeper sense, you're also allowing something else to happen. You're allowing that person, through their vulnerability, if they, if they actually show up in a certain way, you're allowing them to be... What are you also allowing two people to... to or what do you, What? Do you, what's the experience you're allowing someone to have when they're being heard when they're being acknowledged when they're being understood they're also being
2: i i i don't know i just keep thinking it's more of a feeling thing it's more they just
1: feel warm inside i don't know that i have exactly right like now for it <laughs> I wanted to just say something quick just because I'm feeling so moved by this conversation and Rebecca I actually feel myself getting teary-eyed because Julie.
0: hello Julie yeah Julie
1: yeah. oh can you hear me
0: Julie I'm so sorry would it be possible just to hold the interaction until the end yes sorry would...
1: sorry okay
0: we just have to contain this this piece but I, I really want to hear what you're going to say Julie please if we can it all makes sense as we go. So, um, so in that acknowledgement and that feeling that you're having there, there is there is a there is a it, you're you're also allowing that those people to be seen.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: So tell yeah. me about the importance of people actually being seen for who they are. Why is that important?
2: Right. And it gives them confidence in themselves that they're okay how they are. Yes. Um Yeah, about validating that no matter who you are, you're the world likes you, you're okay, you're you're safe, you're
0: Yes yes and would you say that actually it's a sense of empowerment a personal it's a a sense of empowerment it's a sense of self-acknowledgement and connection not only with the person in front of us but also a connection with ourselves yeah
2: yeah definitely it's yeah it's just it has colors and feelings it doesn't have so many great words
0: say that again it has colors and feelings
2: Yeah. (laughs) yeah Thank you so much. Express the words, but yes, I know what it.
0: So now, so tell me a little bit about the colors and the feelings that you're actually experiencing, literally. So what is happening with colors and feelings when you're in this process?
2: This is just like more something that radiates from you. It's just like a warmth, the orange that like starts inside, but then it it can go out further and further and it just maybe the colors change a little bit cuz they're mixing with the environment but it's just like an orange and yellow and yes yeah
0: but tell me you're actually seeing the colors of orange and yellow when this when this process is happening or you're feeling the colors of orange and yellow
2: yeah i don't know that i see them you know i'm dressed up and working <laughs> you know it's it's you know it's like I'm not maybe that maybe that's more like the reflective aspect of it, but it's, it's more something that I always want to work towards. It's like, it's always what the goal is. You just want to get that something to happen between just like, yeah.
0: Right. Very, very good. So this, this is the piece that now brings us to your reality. So the way in which you are actually experiencing the world is very much linked to this passion that you have to help create an enhanced connection in other people. So as you start to think about it, what's actually happening in your day-to-day life is much of the time you will be looking out for the connection that's happening between people and what will be very apparent to you is when people are not connected. So, in other words when you go into a deli or something like that and two people are just struggling to communicate and you can see the pain that they're in i can pretty much guarantee that the way that you're experiencing the world is very much um attuned to that would that would i be right in saying that
2: yeah i mean you you said that and you know it's just gray and dark and you know yeah i mean, you can sometimes go through the whole day and it just seems like it's it's hard. yeah it's like you just want to find those places where it's a different
0: color <laughs> yeah very very good and i know i know i know it, it kind of feels a bit funny to talk about colors and the you know the experience as you're describing it of, of something being dark and, and and you know the potential of actually lifting the feeling and actually changing how that's experienced and we don't usually talk about the world in that way. We don't really talk about colours and feelings and flow and that kind of thing. But my invitation for you is actually to acknowledge, and especially after today, is start to really notice how you are experiencing the world in terms of your reality. So when, when you're noticing darkness around people that aren't connected and, you, and then compare that to how the world appears around you when people are connected. Because actually, because you're, as an HSP, the ability that you have to um, experience sensory data that much more deeply, it means that you're actually wired and geared to use your ability to actually support your process when you're helping to translate with people. Does that make sense? hmm so we don't necessarily need to go into the nuts and bolts of it right now because i i know that i can see how you're seeing in in this sense and i know that it's kind of resonating for you because i can i can get i i, I can relate to it i know what you mean about the colors and feelings of things so this is what i mean by this reality piece and it's a really really important step into our ownership of owning our high sensory intelligence to recognize how we're seeing the world, because that will directly serve you and make you much better at what, what you do. Does it make sense?
2: Yeah, yeah, to, right.
0: Is there anything you wanna add just about that before, before we move on or, or?
2: Oh no, I mean, there's a whole bunch of things, but you know, conscious of the time so we can yeah, move on. We're doing very well for
0: time, we're doing very well for time. Yes, okay. So, because I can see this beautiful grin on your face right now as, as you're considering this. So, that says everything for me. So, so it, it's just an invitation to consider this, to consider how the world shows up for you. Because, because it's not something that we should be hiding, and it's not something that we feel is weird, or perhaps not real. That's the piece I'm trying to say, because it's very real, and it's what makes you really, really good at what you do. So then the final piece of the process is considering your journey. So as you consider your journey through life, and obviously, you know, without, we don't need to go into too much detail of this, mainly because of the time, but actually, when you look back at your life, there will be a continuous theme around the connection and loss of connection. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah.
2: I have to think about it a theme
0: of how has connection how has connection and being seen been an important part of your life or how has it been a how has it shown up in your life as you've as you've grown up and come to where you are today
2: well i mean i can I can think of lots of times when like you know growing up not being seen because not fitting kind of in with what you're supposed to be like in the environment that I grew up in Um, and then like fitting with other groups maybe but that isn't your group so you don't really fit I guess it's more the different times throughout life of always kind of just being on the fence. Myself, I guess, being on the fence is the way to put it. Where, yeah, so.
0: Very good. Yeah, very good. And how has learning to become an expert in translation helped you to transcend that?
2: I don't know that I have. Um,
0: (laughs) When I I say the word transcend, we're, we're always on the journey of transcending. But how has it, because you have a passion for this in this area, how can you see how, how has learning to translate helped you with coming out from being on the fence or from feeling disconnected um how is the i mean i'm kind of answering it for you but tell me a little bit about the correlation between learning to translate and how that's actually um helped you to, to transcend to an extent the sense of lost connection or being on the outside of things
2: uh i'm I guess just what is popping into my mind is more I understand what like my students or the people I'm working with are going through to some extent um, but it's more. I don't like there's these liminal places in life, you know, airports and train stations and bus stations, you know, places like that. It's like so often in life we get into those spots where we're not here or there yet. Um, kind of like when you move, or so it's I, that's just what's popping to my mind. I don't know.
0: You got it. You got it. You got it. Absolutely. You got it. So, the, the reason this piece is really important, and especially for, for all of you guys listening right now, is the way in which life has trained us is very much linked to our gift. So, you, so in the beautiful example of how you said it yourself there, Rebecca, is through, through a challenge that you experienced when you were younger, and perhaps you experienced through life, can you now see that it's actually that challenge that you've experienced in life that makes you so good at what you do.
2: Right. I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I go back my whole life. It's been a series of those things.
0: Absolutely. And can you now reframe all of those challenges that you've experienced and perhaps how, how, in some way how traumatic some of those experiences have been can you see how actually they can now be reframed into training that was always helping you in a way to become as good as you are at what you do
2: All right yeah i could i could i could do that <laughs> i could be yeah, doing right. that
0: yeah <laughs> very, very good so so just as we as we begin to wrap this up and thank you so much for participating and 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 sharing as you have done today you've you've done incredibly well and i and i would love for you to consider these pieces that we've uncovered because what we've actually done there is we've taken out your ability and your gift and we've we've put it there in front of us and we've looked at it objectively so in other words you've been able to see it's like okay hang on a minute so uh, the reason that I'm so passionate about translation is because actually I'm really deeply passionate about connection and helping people to be seen. And that just makes me want to cry because it's just amazing. And I know everyone is thinking like, wow, that's, inc- that's just, because inc- it's incredibly powerful. So, so there's that piece to consider as you, over the next couple of days. The other piece to consider is to tune into this reality that you're having is how you're experiencing the world And then the final piece is is your journey and how your journey has trained you to be so good in this area. So when we bring all those things together, it's actually a, uh, um, it's the first step into truly owning your ability as an HSP, as a high sensory intelligent person at the next level. Because you're taking it into a new level of conscious awareness of how all of these things come together to serve you and the people that you're born to serve.
2: Yeah,
0: that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's super cool. It's hey, you get
2: a cool job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, you, have a, you said you have a cool job.
2: Now I said you have a cool job. <laughs>
0: oh, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. And so do you. And so do you. So do you. you know, And, and, it's, and it's, it's actually your, it's, it's you that allowed us to do this today. All I was doing was just following a feeling and ans- asking questions. But it's actually you that allowed all of us to have this experience today because of the gift that you have so thank you oh,
2: thank you thank you thank you very much yeah.
0: my pleasure my pleasure so uh, so there's a little bit of um work to do over the next couple of days just kind of bask in this experience a little bit and it will it'll it'll have a, a great experience in just raising your awareness of of who you really are and what you're really here to do Sound I good? I
2: certainly do that. It sounds great. <laughs>
0: okay, wonderful. All right, so that's Julie. I just, uh, so thank you so Hello. much. Hello. And Julie, thank you so much for, for your patience and hanging in there. I know I really wanted to it hear what, what you had to say, uh, Julie, just uh, through that. So, uh, um, so please, what, um, if you'd like to just dive in, Julie, and say what you were going to say, if you, if you have anything to share.
1: Uh, sure, and I'm I'm sorry, I hadn't realized it. I wasn't supposed to jump in there, but now I get it because you were attuned. Um, okay, I should have... Uh, I, I wanted to, I I felt so moved by that, Rebecca. It was like this, uh, you know, this is what is so beautiful about HSPs and, and Willow, what you're doing is incredibly important and you're connecting the dots. Like I, what I was experiencing is that you know, Rebecca is seeing people that are feeling unseen and it is in her own experience of, of not having a voice and not feeling seen. And, and that beautiful part of being an HSP where you you connect and you see people. And this is exactly what Willow and I keep talking about, the, the power and the need for HSPs to be stepping into these roles because you are showing up for people that need a voice. And just like Willow said, exactly the reason that you didn't have it is how you're able to It's almost hard to put into words. I actually got teary-eyed because I'm picturing Rebecca, you're somebody that that sees people that that want to be seen. And and this is the reason why HSPs need to be out and, and doing all these amazing things in the world, because you I mean, it's almost difficult for me to put into words because I'm so emotional right now. But um, that was really beautiful. And Willa, you're showing in this example that it is the exact things that were parts of our wounds and our past. And, you know, that we can have these beautiful gifts as HSPs to be able to see these people. So, Rebecca, I mean, you are talking about something. You're talking about humanizing people. And and giving them voices and that is incredible like that really is incredible i'm so moved by this i don't even know if i'm using the right words right now but i really feel moved by this so thank you for sharing yourself rebecca thank you willow that was really beautiful to witness
0: my pleasure my pleasure and thank you for sharing that yes it, it so it is so moving um and, and you know, really what we're feeling is, is Rebecca's gift and her ability, as you say, to create connection and, and do these amazing things in the world. And, and it, it gives us such an opportunity as HSPs, you know, globally to recognise that this ability that we have to process data more deeply gives us these skills, it gives us this extra sensory ability. And I can pretty much guarantee that when, Rebecca, you are in process and you're actually doing your thing, you're tuning into people's emotions, you're picking up on their facial expressions, you're picking up on the tone of their voice. And all of that data is coming in at a deeper level for you to be able to then say the right things, to be able to know when not to say things. And, and that's a great example of how, as HSPs, we're so good at what we do. And it's all about this ownership. It's all about just saying, okay, I see the world in a different way. My journey's led me in this path and I have this gift to share with the world. And that's when we really start to become of use and benefit personally as well as for everyone else.
1: Oh my gosh, Willow. I'm like in tears right now. I just, (laughs) it's so beautiful that what you did and, and that I think there's, you know, there's, there's a reason we are supposed to be in the world as HSPs. We have these gifts for a reason. Our hearts are so big and Rebecca, you have, I just think about all those people that don't have voices and that you are caring about that. And I just think that is such a beautiful thing. I'm seriously in tears. <laughs> Willow, how, I mean, how can, I mean, what you're doing is so important. I knew this was gonna be meaningful, but being able to witness it is really something. Um, how can people work with you like this and, and do this with you?
0: Yeah, so I would be absolutely delighted to um, have a call with any of you guys that are, that are you know, thinking I'd like to um, have a similar uh, a session. Um, the best way to do that is just to, to send me an email. Um, you, you can reach out to me um, at, uh, i just, if I just, well, I can. Maybe you can go over there.
1: Whoops, I think somebody's unmuted. <laughs> I don't know who that is.
0: Oh okay uh, yeah I'm not sure I'm not sure who that is. Um, so so if you if, um, you can send an email to to me I'm going to put my email in here um, and um, if I can just spell my own email address, yes, uh, in laminance there it is I mean,
1: the, the, the example I mean what this is about I hope everybody is seeing the power <laughs> um, of this.
0: I seem to have lost my sound for some reason.
1: Hi, we hear you. Um, If you you.
0: guys can still hear me, I I can't seem to hear now. Um, But that's the way to get in contact with me, is just to ping me an email, um, and then we can jump on a call, and I can just talk to you about how the process works for you, how it might work for you, how it might benefit you. Um, and I'd be delighted to, um, to support you in any way I can with, with, with what I do. So it would be my absolute pleasure. Um, so just make a copy of the email or reach out in the community if you'd like to, or perhaps connect with Julie, um, and, uh, and then we can get a time sorted and I'd, I'd love to talk to you.
1: Oh, that was so beautiful. And I hope everybody is seeing. Oh my gosh, I don't have... know what's
0: happened to my sound. I yeah. can't hear you, Julie. What? What's happening? You guys
1: can hear me though, Um, and we can hear you.
0: Um,
1: But I wanna say that, uh, you guys can hear me okay right now. Um, I wanna say that, you know, this is such a great example. Thanks, Karen. This is such a great example of the value that you have in the world. Because like Rebecca, you're seeing something that most people are missing. And that's that, you know, that part we always talk about, that we have so much extra information. And Rebecca, your information is you know, seeing people and, and wanting other people to see them and have that connection and humanize people. And we need to humanize people. I mean, I really think that it is so incredibly important for HSPs to be doing this kind of work. And Willa, the way you're connecting people to their gifts is stunning and beautiful, and you're using your own wounding from your past that created these gifts in you to connect. I mean, this is the, can you guys imagine for a moment what the world could look like if we could get HSPs empowered into the world, using their gifts, humanizing people. I mean, this is huge stuff and something that, I mean, we have definitely see a breakdown in this in the world right now. can you just imagine all of us just rising and, and, and humanizing the world in this way? I, I think it's such an incredible thing. And I just wanna thank you, Rebecca, for, for sharing, for you know, stepping in and doing this, and, and Willow for your heart and, and your gifts. And I could, you know, I could just see that you were diving into her and helping her in that way. So that was a really beautiful Oh, that was just beautiful, guys wasn't it uh let's read some of the responses before we s- say goodbye uh,
0: uh, thank you guys my, but, uh, something's happened to my audio i I can't seem to switch on my sound again i don't know why that is um I think somehow, sometimes I'm, maybe the energy of the of, of the beautiful energy would be blows my technology this side, but unfortunately my sound my sound has gone so okay. if you can you hear me, Julie you can yeah. okay I don't know what's happened there but Thank you so much for all of you guys being on this amazing call today and it 's just been such an honor to um, to have been able to share this process with you and thank you so much rebecca for um, for participating and helping us to get this amazing experience that that we all got and uh, and Thank you so much, Julie as well for hosting this today and um, and so yeah, I, I look forward to um, connecting with with you guys. Um, if you'd like to and very much look forward to the next session Um, and yes thank you so much many blessings to all
1: yeah thank you everybody i just reading through some of your some of what you've been saying um and yes uh, i think rebecca you said yes human humanizing exactly and Anna says, this was beautiful. Thank you, Willow. And thank you, Rebecca. Tina, thank you, Rebecca and Willow. It was like witnessing a birth of insight. Oh, I like that, Tina. Yes, birth of insight. That's a good one. Uh, Karen says, thank you, Willow and Rebecca. This was wonderful. Um, and Deborah says, thank you so much for this. Cecilia says, thank you so much. Willow, uh, I'm going to try says, just
0: going out and coming back in again, just to see if that uh, makes so powerful a difference. And
1: insightful. Thank you so much, Willow. Diane, thank you so much. So much of this resonated. Uh, Anne says this was incredibly moving. A very powerful experience. I agree. Wow, as you guys can see. Uh, Renata says thank you so much to everyone. Um, I just wanted to get a few of these in because I just love what you guys said. Uh, Rebecca, thank you, Julie, and Willow for offering this today. It's really impactful. Yeah, thank you, Rebecca, for for what you offered. That was really impactful. That's going to help a lot of people. Uh, Becca, and this was nurturing. Thank you. Thank you, Rebecca, for connecting people through your love. Oh, I like that, Becca. That's that's really a beautiful way of saying it, connecting people through your love. I like that. Um, Diane says, thank you, Rebecca, for being vulnerable and putting yourself out there. Uh, Karen says, agree with you, Diane, about Rebecca. Um, oh, Renata says I totally relate to your work as an immigrant myself. Um, I felt unheard and misunderstood so much. Oh, you know, it's, it's so impactful that Rebecca with the work that you're doing. And Stacey says thank you, Julian Willow. Um, so anyway, I wanted to get a chance to say those things just because I thought it was so beautiful and moving. Uh, thank you everybody for being here. I just love you guys. You are just. Oh, you're just the most beautiful humans, and I love that we're together, and I, I believe that we can really change the world. I 100% believe that, and Willow, you doing what you're doing is connecting people to these places inside of them that they're just meant to, when you were talking about that thing about, you know, that it just needs to rise up inside of us. It cannot be stuffed down anymore. We need to change the narrative and understand the gifts of this trait, and i am so glad you're doing what you're doing so definitely guys reach out to willow if you want to do this with him i think that's a really cool thing to to do if you're trying to connect those dots within yourself to know what your calling is what your purpose is in life and let's change the world together guys let's do it oh thank you everybody love you all <laughs>
0: Hi everyone thank you so much it's been so lovely to be here thank you so much julie bye bye
1: you can take my free sensitivity quiz and find all my hsp tools and resources at sensitiveconnection.com
0: to register for the next masterclass on how to make your shift into high sensory intelligence visit inluminance.com Please leave us a voice message if you have a question or comment for us to be included in a future episode. Just click the voice message button in the show notes, introduce yourself, tell us where you're from, and record up to 60 seconds. We love hearing from you.
1: And please share this episode to help others and take extra good care of yourself out there. Bye-bye, everybody.